The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business, online at aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O dot com. Coming to you from the makeshift Upmarket studio in Oxnard, California, this is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media. Oh, I'm so happy, Mark. I feel like we're in a glass house today. We have a little we are, new, yeah. new location, but I'm happy that you're here. Mark Corcoran, our COO and another co-founder. Yeah, happy to be here in our new setup. I'm trying to figure out how I can turn and look at you. But yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think yeah, this is, well, the visuals for us are not going to be... I mean, I feel bad for you. You don't get to look at me that much mm-hmm. during the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Chelsea can has a good view of both of us. I do. Oh, hello, Hi, Chelsea. Guys. Producer Chelsea is here off camera if you're watching on our YouTube, ever popular YouTube feed. Um but yeah, we, we kind of, uh, I don't know if these are going to be our new digs or not, but we kind of have a, a yeah, a, a hook on a, on a kind of a new studio space kind of going into the new year for the yeah. market pod. I mean, we're loving it. I'm sitting here sipping cold brew that I just got off a cold brew tap in the next room. So oh, yeah. for me, I'm like loving life. <laughs> yeah. So we, so yeah, well, we, uh, we just had an offer from kind of a, a team leader at one of the brokerages here, uh, in Oxnard, uh, for us to record the podcast in their office. And we said, Okay. Let's do it, uh, and here we are. So I think this is this is a really good strategy for us because it puts us uh, on display. And literally, we're in like a glass conference room, and so anyone walking by can see us in here. Uh, it does put us on display as upmarket media um, at at this place where we have a ton of clients, and we also have a ton of non-clients that yeah, we want to ton get of potential to know. out there. So we need um, a little sign, a little neon sign. Yeah, or and I think right? the offer was more for us to record our other podcast, which is focused on Ventura County real estate here. Uh, but we said, well we also have a podcast where we basically talk shit about realtors for an hour. Can we record that there too? And they said, well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll be listening in from the next room. <laughs> well, because you know, actually when you, when you really talk to realtors, they'll, they want to talk shit about realtors more than even than, than real estate photographers do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this could uh, be a know, fun one. Everyone actually. hates realtors, even including realtors. So it's, it's really a, uh, you know, we, we have a commonality with our clients. Yeah. Um, so here we are, this will be our last podcast of 2023. Uh, and this I think is basically going to be a companion piece to our last episode, which was our SWOT analysis, which you can go back and listen to that. And this isn't like a direct uh, response to that, but I think, you know, a lot of the stuff Mark that we went over in that episode, we're going to touch on today a bit because this is really about our action items. Um, or what are we going to do during the slow season, which, you know, for is basically from December for us, you know, through January, maybe through February, but I've had very busy Februaries before. Um, and, you know, kind of what are we doing uh, for our business during the slow time? And I think a lot of the issues that came up in the SWOT analysis are things that, you know, we want to try to tackle while it's slow. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, we do the SWOT to analyze, but then it's like, all right, how do we turn that analysis into action and actually, you know. Right put a step forward on it. And Chelsea, did you listen to the SWOT analysis episode yet? Not yet. Oh, it's on your list though. I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. big yes. priority. <laughs> yeah. You got to check in on those action items. They're pretty right. riveting. As the producer, now. you should be listening to the episodes. <laughs> I know, yeah. That's anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> Uh, but so I think what we want to do first is probably, you know, what you should do actually in your, um, when you start to be in slow season and you're thinking about moving forward is, 
kind of project what the next year is going to be like, because if you don't kind of have a sense of how next year is going to be for your business, it's hard to, to know what to focus on. Cause we can't focus on every single thing during the slow season, but we can choose a few things that we think are going to be the most beneficial. So, you know, finding some way of doing projections, um, for what you think business is going to be like for next year. And, and I don't really have a secret sauce on how to do that, you know, mm-hmm. kind of officially. Um, but I, you know, just trying to read the tea leaves and the tea leaves that I've read are interest rates are going lower. And, uh, in talking with realtors, everyone thinks it's going to go bananas. Um, is kind of where, or at least get back mm-hmm. to pre-pandemic norms. Yeah, and it feels like the last year or two to three maybe have been just kind of unpredictable, right? And yeah. the start of the year, you're like, well, maybe the int- rates are going to go down, maybe business will yeah. pick up, and but now it feels like we're kind of stabilized and we're peaking with rates and it's going to come down and business will yeah. be maybe more predictable. Well, I felt like a year ago we were kind of anticipating that it was going to be slower mm-hmm. in 2023. Maybe not to the extent that it was, um, cause I remember we did an episode, right. You know, this is this time last year about, Oh, the backlash is coming in, but that was because we thought, Oh, think people, the houses are going to sit on the market longer and then realtors are going to be upset about their photos more. Yeah. Which we didn't know how slow it was going to be. Right. And like how long it was going to take for rates to kind of stabilize. And now it feels like we're kind of entering like, okay. We yeah. know what maybe is going to happen this year. And, 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 you know, we're trending too for the last few months, it's been busier than we were anticipating. Um, that in relative to our spring, um, our, our fall has been quite busy. Um, would you agree, Chelsea? I agree. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah we haven't seen really that slow when we were expecting it to be Yeah. fast paced. And then now when we are expecting it to be slow, it's definitely picking up again. Which right. Is good. And, and, you know, in fact, and not to again, to dwell on last year too much, but I, we kind of touched on it in the SWAT episode, but as we're nearing the end, when we're recording this, or I, what are we recording it on the 18th mm-hmm. um, of December, um, that I, I'm thinking we might hit our number from last year, actually, that we, that when it's all said and done, we're going to like be even with our revenue from last year. And that is a tremendous accomplishment. And it doesn't, necessarily feel that great because our costs absolutely went up. So I think there's actually less money for, uh, you know, for Mark and I to go party, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> or to pay for private school or, or dance or whatever mm-hmm. all the hell we, we do. But, um, but I, I think we are going to be, uh, be even to last year. So which that, is pretty remarkable when you think about it, right? It's super when remarkable. Inventory's down 30 to 40% and yeah. we're, we're stabilized. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, pretty wild. Wow. Uh, it, it, it's a good it, sign for next year. Yeah. It's a scary <laughs> sign. In a way, I mean, in well, a good way, it, yeah. like I, I just want to make sure that we're ready yeah. uh, because if, if, as we've been talking about now for the last couple of episodes, you know, we're, we're and cause we've gotten more clients since then, you know, we're up to like mm-hmm. 140, 145 new clients this year. So if things do get busy, we are going to be uh, up to our eyeballs. You yeah. Know, come April. If or spring May. comes and six to 700 clients, will get a listing then like, holy cow. Yeah. So. I think that's a big part of what we need to prepare for, for next year. And so I think during this slow season, what we're, what we want to look at is how is our, how's our staffing? And we, and in our SWOT analysis, we said that our staff is one of our strengths, but it's also one of our weaknesses. We feel Mm -hmm. like we're very appropriately staffed at this point, but um, you know, if we are, if it does go bananas, I think we're up shit Creek a little bit. Yeah, we're potentially understuffed quite significantly for a busy spring. So right now we have more capacity we could fill, obviously, which is good yeah. through the you know slow holiday kind of season. But man, mm-hmm. it feels like 
We need a couple more people in our pipeline, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that was Jeff's big uh, takeaway from us. So after we did our SWOT analysis on the podcast, we did the real, not the real one, but we did an, another one with our business advisor, Jeff, friend of the podcast. And he said, you just have to have a pipeline. And that, and he was really about, well, you can't just go and hire three new employees, but you want to make sure that you have targets of people that you want to hire mm-hmm. and even kind of maybe get them you know, have them come out and train with you or, or, or do something, um, to, to get it where they can kind of could hit the ground running if, if there is a a bit more volume. Yeah. So it's having conversations now, right. And maybe like you said, doing training to have them just, yeah, really ready to go. And, but you know, being realistic that maybe there's not going to be work for the next few weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For the next couple months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, and too, because we have to give our current employees, you know, hours and, and, you know, like this week, uh, is like, we're going to be rained out most of the week and it's a slow week anyway. I mean, the week leading up before Christmas is, you know, and the week after Christmas are two of the slowest weeks of the year for sure. But Mm -hmm. this year we're going to have the the double whammy of of a bunch of weather here. Um, so we got to feed our current staff. And so that's always the thing. It's always that balance. Right. I mean, yeah, we want to keep them as busy as possible, but I still want to service our VIP clients, so I want to stay in the field. So it's it's a tough mm-hmm. time of year. Yeah, we're... and I feel that way too. I'm mean, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, guess he was shooting Friday Night Twilights, baby. Yeah, I was that out there. was Mark. That was mm-hmm. Mark. you know high too. So, yeah. so I got out of that. So that was good. Yeah, thanks uh, a lot for one of our VIP for my first client ever. And so Mark mm-hmm. can go ahead and service her now. Um, so uh, so I guess what that is is probably putting out. Um, you know, I, I think we have a couple people that we've been, the people have slipped their names in or, mm-hmm. or you know, or, uh, people who are, you know, vow, uh, other people are vouching, uh, for these people to us. So I think we have a couple names on the docket of people we can talk to, but we may need to cast the the net out again and, and see what kind of resumes we can get. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, ideally we're looking for someone that's just kind of part time with supplemental income, right? That's kind of our ideal client yeah. at this point. Yeah. Our ideal employee. Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Our ideal candidate. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, and then that, then it also goes to thinking about where, how are we on the admin side? Um, are, are we, do we have enough help with that? And Chelsea, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Well, right now it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that you said it's going to be scary next year, now I'm scared. Going to give Chelsea nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should. Well, especially as we still haven't had, really had the conversation of what you want your hours right. to look like for next year. Um, but uh, but one of the steps that we are taking in terms of our staff that we're already taking is, and Mark's in charge of this. Yeah, I am. And we have someone good lined up, and that is setting up our VA. And that was my kind of action item last time was like really you know, figuring out what a VA can do for you, what they can take off your hands. And especially for Chelsea and the admin side, when your day just gets slammed with scheduling and client facing stuff, like what can we kind of take off your desk that can free up your time to do that stuff more efficiently? Yeah. So we have a lead on a VA. In fact, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking with someone um, about it. And I, you know, we're very much in the very beginning stages of that. So I think we're going to probably set up a zoom meeting or something with them. Yeah. And it may be if we find a great candidate for that and it's your, you know, multi-talented that they can do multiple things for us, or maybe the VA we find initially is just going to help us with certain tasks and, mm-hmm. and then we'll find someone else to help with, you know, right. social but media think, or whatever it ends but up But I being. think the big ones are that we, we really just need someone to do the quality control pass on the photos. Uh, yeah. is, is kind of the big one. Cause I know, you know, Mark and, 
Chelsea kind of split that up mostly with Mark at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just not the lifestyle we want to be living. And, no. and when, and when, no, and two, no. <laughs> and then when it, and then two, and when it's busy, if there's 15 shoots to deliver, it's just, you know, you yeah. can't be doing that either. It's yeah. just, there's no time. There's no time. Yeah. Oh, tilt up your mic a little. Yeah. No, I mean, it kills, it can kill your morning on a regular day, but if there's a ton, then it's like, like ghosts can creep into the afternoon and clients aren't getting photos on time. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it yeah, just exactly. yeah. cascades. And that, and that was someone, if, if there's also someone in Southeast Asia, um, who can, as those photos come in, you know, for us, if they're five in the morning, well, they're already, you know, it's, it's, it's towards the end of their work day. So they're, they're going to be primed to get those out and ready to go. Yeah. So by the time we log in at eight thirty, nine o'clock, it's just like, boom, we just click the button and send. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Cause morning, you know, mornings are crazy when you have kids and fam- yeah. all that stuff going on and you're trying to do that. And you know, we offloaded mm-hmm. it and then it came back to me. So I'm, you know, I'm ready to, to definitely offload it for good now. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, well, and within that too, figuring out what the VA is, I mean, it's also figuring out all the different things that they can do and what we, you know, as we strategize for what we want to do next year and you want to have plans for everything, right? So it's including social media, which we were talking about is, is still uh, like the, the thorn in our side, mm-hmm. but of how will our, will the VA, um, have skills in social media and be able to get content out and, and post more frequently or, or yeah. whatever. I mean, I that's, mean, that's kind that's of the dream. Goal. I think yeah. if someone can be doing quality control in the morning and then switch to social media or whatever it ends up being, then yeah. right. that'd be super nice. Yeah. I know. mean, that's a job in itself. Social yeah. Media and and, we, and <laughs> so we can, much. and we can find you. And even if the, the VA who do, is great at photos doesn't do social media, we can find a social media VA. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the, the cost of VAs I think are such that you know, we can have a couple different ones right. if we need to, not necessarily full time ones, but, um, that so so as we're looking at what we're doing for next year i think all the tasks that we're we're doing you know one of the things that we're doing during this low season is is looking at every task that we all do and saying what can be offloaded and we just did that on the uh we met with our cfo liz mm-hmm. who, who who wants to kind of step back from a little bit of the day-to-day of the financial stuff and so we're going through what her tasks are. And so who can do those tasks? And some of them Mark and I can do some of them. Chelsea, congratulations. You'll be getting, an e- you'll be getting an email <laughs> mm-hmm. shortly um, with a few things, but it, it's not big stuff. It's just like having a, a system for the receipts. And that's in, in, you know, because you got to put them into QuickBooks and if right. you can, and you can't just, everyone can't just email receipts into QuickBooks because you have to have a QuickBooks login. It has to be associated with that email address. So it has to go to one central email address and then goes to the, cause not everyone on the team has uh, a login for QuickBooks. So you, the, mm-hmm. there's just little things like that where it's just a little bit of a pain in the butt. Right. So, um, but it's a workflow that's going to take 20 minutes a week or something. And so it's, it's not that big of a deal, but it just, it does, it's, it, it's just figuring out those things and, and figuring out a better, better system for it. Yeah, there's so many things, right, that we're kind of re reconfiguring and redelegating all on the financial side and who's running payroll and who is doing the receipts and who's mm-hmm. contacting this and submitting this form, all the little things on the back end. Yeah, because I think we're finding, and it goes for everyone on the team, of like what is the most efficient use of your time and and what are the things that are that are nagging and taking you out of doing the things that you, you should be doing. Right. Um, so I think that like doing the quality control pass on the photos for Mark in, inhibits him kind of thinking about the bigger picture things. 
And, um, you know, and if I have to do anything and I can't just go get massages, like my brain doesn't mm-hmm. function, you know, I know. it's like, I, mean, I, I gotta have the, I'm the big idea guy. You know, I gotta be, I gotta be ready. Yeah. You need your salon appointments. Yeah, you need I all do. that stuff. Man. I do. I mean, come on. I do. I, if I don't look my best and feel my best, I'm not at my best. That's when you get your best ideas. That's, yeah, that's Having true. Having a glass of wine and getting your hair done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, know, we all have our systems. We, <laughs> yeah. It's taking it. We, I mean, I, well, I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm, you know, that's fine. Uh, so we, so, and I think that goes to a, a, a bigger thing of, of, of looking at all of our systems and figuring out where can we streamline. Yeah. Cause uh, as we all know, if we don't do it now in December, January, then come March and April, it's just not going to get done and it'll get pushed to next yep. December and January. Cause you just get swept up in the day to day and the grind of the business. So now is that time. Exactly. Oh, I thought, I thought you had a big, uh, no, no, that was big, my big, oh, that was your, okay, exactly. Well, it's so, <laughs> it's, it's so it. Mark, that is so true. Like, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about streamlining, uh, some of the operations in the second half, but, um, I, what then we want to think about then if we're project what we have projections for our volume is like, are our prices appropriate? Um, I mean, that's a big one. That's, I think something everyone should think about in the slow season is like, are you going to raise prices this year? The answer is probably yes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we kind of advocate raising prices every year if possible and that people have not, uh, historically for us, no one has ever really pushed back when we've raised no. prices. And it always feels scary and it always says, ah, oh, it's going to be different this year. I feel mm-hmm. like we're really at the top of where we can be yeah. and we're peaking on price, but it's like, oh, you bump I, them up and I feel like we are too. And mm-hmm. in, we actually raised prices twice this last year. So I actually don't think we're going to do a, like a, a global price rise because we raised prices at the beginning of 2023. Mm-hmm. And then as we kind of those, the first six months of the year were not great. We just felt like, Oh man, we just got it. We just raised our prices 10 bucks for each service across the board. Cause it was just like, okay, that'll just help with the credit card fees. And so, yeah, it was a small we, bump and no yeah. one really felt it and no. we didn't really announce it. We just rolled it out. And no, but that's made us that 10 bucks has made us a couple thousand bucks, you know, mm-hmm. extra. So. Yeah. And what ended up happening is we ended up having to reconfigure our packages on the back end of that. Right. right? So we, that's what we mm-hmm. just, that was kind of our, that's going to, well, this and something we'll talk about in a second uh, is our price bump for 2024 mm-hmm. is we had left our package prices the same, even though we had raised our other prices kind of to entice people to uh, do packages. And I don't think that, I guess at a certain point I was like, I just don't even think that matters. And mm-hmm. then you look at some of the packages that we had and you're like, man, we're way, we're way undercharging. It's like, you're getting, like if you do all, you, you do our luxury package and it's five different services, you're getting more than one of those services for free. You know, you mm-hmm. want it to be, I think more of like a 10 to 15% uh, uh, savings for the client. And some of them were like, 30%. It was up there. Yeah. yeah. Cause you know, we'd gone through all that stuff on a spreadsheet initially, but then once the prices went up and got bumped around, we really had to look yeah. again and it was like, Whoa, yeah. 30% off is like, this just like, yeah. And like our flagship upmarket media package for a 1200 square foot house, we, we had it 950 bucks. And so that's photos, um, Matterport, aerial photos and video, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 30 second video, 45 second video. And that was 950 bucks. And it was like, wow, that should just be 995. Yeah. And, and, and it's not that And if someone's going to spend nine fifty, they'll spend nine ninety five. It's not that big of a deal. 
And but that's forty five extra bucks. Yeah, you and know, we wanted to time. keep it under that thousand dollars. It just feels exactly. Like a nice little so that's place kind of be. the starter price. So mm-hmm. I think you do get a little bigger discount on that level than you would at subsequent, you know, uh, uh, square footage tiers. But so we kind of took that tack of like, well, if something is fifty bucks, we'll raise it up to the next level, and then and mm-hmm. then for some of our bigger packages that we don't sell at that often, to be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. um, we we definitely increase the price quite a bit on some of those. Yeah, um, some you know agents get that big listing and they don't they're not really price sensitive at that point when they want to just go all out and do the work. So it's mm-hmm. it's still attainable. It's not right. insane, right? Right. But that feels good, and mm-hmm. that feel like I feel we both feel I think that uh, doing just raising photo prices again right now would be a little too much. It just feels not quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we did have an idea of something to kind of drastically raise our prices on. I don't know. Chelsea, do you even know about this? I do not. Oh. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. Oh, we are. You should be. Uh, in an effort to not sell as much for this product, we are thinking of raising substantially our twilight prices. Mm. So That's right smart. now we price our twilights at 250 bucks, and we're talking about raising them to either 300 or 350 even. I'm kind of on the 350 tag. Oh, so see, yeah. numbered now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or at least 335, which is what our, you know, base level photo price is. Um Yeah, and that's our kind of 8 to 10 photo deliverable. We're not doing a full interior shoot. It's mostly yeah. exteriors, front and back. Takes 20 minutes. Yeah, so it's it's always so even at 250 bucks, it's a nice it, it's a nice profit for us on it because of the time involved, the editing costs on those are a bit more. And I think we actually just found a way to kind of reduce our editing costs. So, Mm -hmm. so we'll hopefully we'll raise our prices and lower our costs uh, on the editing side. Um, But it's just, it it goes back to what so much of things go back to is our quality of life. And I, and I, and I just noticed that uh, I've done a couple twilight shoots in the last month or so. And even though it's getting dark at, 450 and mm-hmm. that's when the shoots are I still just get so depressed every time I'm driving home from a twilight shoot and this is me being a, such a baby of course mm-hmm. uh because plenty of people work nights plenty of people you know I, I'm not a, you know well I'm a prima donna but I understand that I'm lame um but you know for some reason it just like always depresses me and especially if I if it's like a 45 minute drive but I did one that was four minutes from my house and I was like oh, this sucks Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's really a drain. And I know Mark gets pushback from it, from his family. Of course, anyone, anyone yeah. does. I actually, I enjoy the process of shooting the twilights, but it's all the, all the stuff around it and the way that it kills your night and it's all right at dinner time. And then you're still uploading yeah. all the photos from the day that are sitting on your memory card. You haven't had a chance to look at it. It's just like, man, it just slows everything down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what Mark and I have thought about quite a bit with this is like, well, and it goes back to even when we were solo, is like, yeah, we make good money on those, but our staff, they just make regular money. They just make their regular hourly rate. And so it's like, we feel like, okay, that's a drain for us, but we're making a lot more money. And it's like, well, how is our staff going to feel? And, and I know no one has really said it, but they, but you can tell us, oh yeah, I had twilights twice this, maybe three times this week. Oh, well that's, that's (laughs) kind of a lot. So I think, if we can be, if our price point is much higher, we will do less. Although I've heard, I was talking to another, uh, uh, business owner a little while ago about twilights and they said, Oh, we raised them really. We raised them by, you know, 
20, 30%. And we sold the same exact number of them this year. Mm-hmm. Didn't slow anybody down, right? It didn't. Mm-hmm. But I think, so even if it doesn't, the, the benefit of doing this is that then we are going to be able to actually pay our employees more. And we haven't quite figured out how we're going to do this yet. Um, but I think we, and I know some of them listen to the podcast, so this mm-hmm. may be the first time they hear about this. Um, but we're trying to figure out a way that we can, you know, give kind of a bonus, like a twilight bonus effectively. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's probably going to be like pay time and a half for like one hour of their, of their work time. So, um, and, and I think that will hopefully help them to, so. yeah, to, yeah. to feel better about it. And then in, when we're charging more, we have a little more money to play with. I mean, we want to give as much of that back to the employees as, as we can anyway. So, yeah. And also we talked about trying to limit it to two, maybe two, two twilight shoots maximum per week. Yeah. So they're not mm-hmm. out there three, four, maybe more a week if someone's yeah. out or whatever between Reed and I, and you know, the cut crew to, cut to April. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just well, you know twilight, one more in there yeah it's one of those things that kind of is up and down right some weeks you have 10 and some weeks you have one it's just yeah. it's a weird thing to predict yeah for sure for sure so i uh, so i think if we can do that that's gonna that's really gonna make make it a better um a better environment for us uh, like our work-life balance will hopefully be better or at least you know we'll be making a little more money and that'll that'll feel good yeah, and if you know we get pushback from clients on the price, then we're going to have our virtual twilight package that we That's can right. offer for four to five, six, you know, whatever it ends up being. Maybe five photos. I like. Here's that. a virtual tour yeah. package. For oh, a virtual, virtual twilight, twilight package. package. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I didn't think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I like that. So they can do that for a hundred bucks or hundred, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So it's they can still get what they need. Good idea. Mm. Like we're it. just full mm-hmm. of good ideas, <laughs> and you know we have more good ideas, and we're going to get into those. After we do a little break, we're going to do our social media sidebar, which is going to be very exciting. So please keep listening. All right. Let me go refill my cold brew. I'll be back in a second. Sounds good. (laughs) Aereo. Hey, they're a presenting sponsor. So we should talk about them a little bit, I think. Let's do that. Yeah. So Aereo, it's your all-in-one solution for like growing your business. Not all-in-one, but like many, 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 many things in one uh, to help grow your business. Uh, you know, it's a platform that you can send photos. You mm-hmm. can do scheduling. Can someone else also pipe in and say some of the wonderful things about Aereo? <laughs> I was just gonna. <laughs> I was just going to. We actually finally started using the scheduling for Aereo. Oh, big mm-hmm. news so from us. Yeah. It is yeah. big news. I know uh, they were very excited to get us going on that, and now we are. Okay, so good. Yeah, more good t- things it, in the works from Aereo for us. It's only taken us th- three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, so that, see, that's great. So in Aereo, look, there's always more to explore. Exactly. Like I don't. Th- I don't think there's anyone using it to its fullest capacity. We're going to try though. We're trying. Yeah. yeah. And there, but there's so much, it's going to take us another three or four years. And by then, you know what they're going to done have 10 other great, exactly. amazing things. Cause that's how they're always innovating over there at Aereo. Those big money people with all their money now. <laughs> 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 they have a money room where they just roll around. And get it <laughs> oh, Aereo. We love it. If you want to give Aereo a try, go to Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Uh, use the code upmarket. And any new account is going to get 15 free, get that right, free bonus listings. I love free bonuses. Get in it.
to me, it's hard to imagine that any year could be more floor planning than 2023 was. But I think 2024 is going to be, when we look back on our lives, mm-hmm. the year of the floor plan. And I think Second Floor App is going to be one of the main players in ushering in the new dawn of the mm-hmm. era of the floor plan. <laughs> wow. That sounds very epic. Right? Well, well it is. Come on. <laughs> well, look, Second Floor is an epic app that does epic things like make floor plans instantly that you can deliver to your clients. And guess what? Not only can you get that floor plan with dimensions, but it gives you the GLA square footage. Whatever that means, it's great. And people want it. The they clients do. love it. The clients people love, love it. that gross living area. Oh, is that That's what it is? Gross it. living area? <laughs> I, that, was, that, was my, <laughs> that was my college apartment. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, second floor app. Uh, I, we're ready. They're, they're always innovating. Their app is just getting better and better and better. Give it a try. You can go to secondfloorapp.com. That's S-E-C-O-N-D-A-P-P.com. Oh, second floor app. You know yeah, what I'm saying. Floor's in there and somewhere. just saying the second is spelled out. It's not the number. So secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket. And you're going to get a free month and you can floor plan it up to your heart's content. Although my heart is never content with a limited amount of floor plans. I just want to have as many as possible because we all know how I feel about floor plans. Secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket. All right, social media sidebar. Come on, you want to follow us on social media? We're a market pod, uh, and we're gonna have that VA doing some pretty. Speaking of epic, epic yeah. content Look for out, social people. media. It's coming. And then upmarket.media is our flagship social media. Uh, my personal account's Tall Reed Fish. Mark doesn't have a personal account. Chelsea is, of course, feeding beautiful. Feeding beautiful, not feeling. She's feeling beautiful and feeding beautiful. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, you know what you should also do is check out upmarketcourse.com where we have our course to uh, grow and scale your real estate media business. You can book a call with me and I can tell you about the course. And then if you do that, I'm going to, we're going to give you a freaking super sweet discount code because one of the things that you can do in the slow season is take our course or mm-hmm. take any course. I mean, it doesn't have to be ours, but why wouldn't you take ours now? Um, and that course is going to give you actually a bunch of ideas on how you can scale. And during the slow season is probably the time that you have the time to actually put into this mm-hmm. and put some of those things into Get action. Get into all the nuts and bolts of how yeah. it all works. Right? So upmarketcourse.com. Book a call with me. I want to talk to you anyway. Um, and you don't have to buy the course to have the call. Uh, but uh, that would be awesome if you did, you know, <laughs> give us a little, give Santa a little extra money around here. Yeah. Oh, although this comes out after Christmas. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, so I want to talk about in this social media sidebar, I want to talk about our social media goals for 2024 and how can we address those in the slow season? So for a market pod, I think the goal is to just have a passable social media account. So it's a giant upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see Reed shoots, Twilight's Reed shoots, real estate, like every night on there, just popping up. Oh yeah. Cause I, <laughs> when I've been those, shooting, right? I've been, yeah. <laughs> hashtagging Reed shoots, real estate, which is not. Is that a trending <laughs> hashtag? Yeah, or no? no, no. Hopefully we're, it's not going to be too popular, uh, uh in the coming year. Mm-hmm. Um, but for w- what do we want to do with our main upmarket media account? 
Um, I think, I mean, do we want to have a certain number of followers, a certain engagement level? I mean, what is it that we really want to accomplish? I think engagement levels, high priority. Okay. Gaining new followers, new clients. Uh huh. Um, I think. Do we just, have a number in mind? I don't know. Do we? How mark? many followers <laughs> do we have on Instagram? That's our main. I don't track thing. it every day. It's like you know, seven, eight thousand, something like that. Okay. We have, you know, I follow almost every realtor in the county, and most of them follow us back, which is nice. So I feel right. like, you know, so there's the not follower that, count is good, but maybe right. the engagement. Yeah, how much are people engaging? Because yeah. I don't, I don't have the login. Yeah, a lot of people engage on the stories. If I'm, you know, uh -huh. kind of posting an anonymous house, oh, that looks. Is this on here? What street is that? Oh, when's that coming yeah. on? Like people oh. like the kind of teaser <laughs> stuff because oh. oh. they're always trying to get ahead in, yeah, in the market right, right. and whatever. Yeah, Conniving bastards. It's that behind the scenes stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Jesus. This I know, should just that's be called on our the, Chelsea, plan. the Chelsea telling us to do behind the scenes podcast. Well, that's yeah. on our plan for when it's slow. Let's right. really hold ourselves accountable oh, and need accountability. I think we need to make a plan for our team to send in behind the scenes on a weekly basis so that we can really post that. Because people like seeing that. They like seeing the houses behind the scenes. They like mm -hmm. seeing the team behind the scenes. Okay. I say that every time. Well, then you, we should <laughs> we have done an action. You, let's, <laughs> let's, let's have a social media. Let's do a Slack channel for social media that okay. I think we already have one, maybe. And Liz will add the team to it. And then, Chelsea, you can be in charge of the reminders. Of, I uh, can do Okay. That. All right. You've <laughs> yeah. been tasked with something. We can set up, you know, I guess a Dropbox folder makes more sense yeah. than putting so them actually need, in Slack. But. You know, behind the scenes of you in the salon chair, too. Oh, I, I yes. can. I, that While content, everyone's out shooting, that, that there's Reed with his glass of totally. wine. I love that. That is that is content I can I can get behind. The CEO throne. That's yeah, I, like I got to do that for the pod too. Mm -hmm. yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh. entertainment. Ah. Well, and then in, in but then uh, in hopefully in that channel we'll we'll be prepped. But when we have the VA, they'll be in our Slack and they can get in there and then yep. they can they can you know yeah because it's a two step thing right it's, yeah it's having the footage but then who's going to actually go in and put it together when we get the final media and cut it together into something that's kind of usable and right because you know I have intentions but then I have a crazy week or I'm shooting I'm just like yeah I guess I'll do it next week or whatever and it just gets pushed oh, yeah. yeah. And you need that. Obviously, social media consistency is key and just cranking out the content. So, Right. Well, and then so then our goal for the social media sidebar for the coming year is to actually have stuff to talk about more about it and what's working with us and mm -hmm. how we're seeing our engagement numbers just skyrocket. Mm -hmm. Totally. <laughs> Love the positivity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we can do that. I, I, th I think we'll get some. I mean, if we were actually producing content that's not just here's a house. Yeah. That, you know. I, I think agree. that would be that would be really good for us. Yeah, and there's you know there's some aspirational accounts out there that I follow, and one in particular that I love is John Reed up in Canada, Reed Media Agency. If you're oh. not following him, check him out. He spells his name the weird way though. It's R E I D. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of a goofy yeah. read, but yeah, we'll forgive him. Yeah, huh? but he's on camera a lot. He has someone cutting together reels. He's just cranking out content like all the time, and the stuff is good. It's high quality. So if you're going to aspire to that, are you going to be on camera? Well, that's all the what time? I'm thinking. Like, dang, is that going to be me? <laughs> it's like, it should be. I think that's the hesitation. Is I got. I don't want it to be just me. I think it should be. Well, I guess I should do it a little bit, especially if I'm mm -hmm. hosting our other podcast, which now we have a new space to do it in, and mm -hmm. maybe a new presenting sponsor for it. Who hopefully yeah. is going to be the brokerage where we're having this uh, recording at. But, mm -hmm. um, well, I think if we if we had some like a, a you know a VA slash 
overseas editor who could do all that stuff for us, I think we could produce so much more content because that's our Achilles heel right now is we don't have anyone to edit it. I yeah. mean, Marco's back on the team, but he doesn't want to do it. No, it's not a good use of his time. No. Well, it's, it's good. It's, I mean, it's, it's an it's okay use of his time, but it's like yeah. I'd rather him yeah, be in the, the field. Yeah, shooting, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, generating, generating. Oh, speaking of behind the scenes, so Chelsea you is now taking some behind the scenes. You just reminded me I need to get some behind the scenes. Literally as we oh, speak, geez. it's happening. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't I'll, know if I'll this is this my on, good side. Okay, but. I'm going to put, so I'm, are you doing video? Okay. Oh, well, this is going to be on, I'm going to upload this to the damn a market pod right today if Chelsea actually sends it to me, which she doesn't always do. Okay, that's enough. That's a, okay. Hey. The, the, <laughs> all right. There's social never too media, much, right? Social media sidebar fans, that's it. The last one of 2023, we're going to be back in 2024 with social media sidebar. And we're going to be back with action items and a whole other second half of the show after this music that we'll play right now. Okay, so we did get into pricing a bit, but one of the things that I think we missed in there was that you want to look at, are you offering the correct products for the coming year? Mm -hmm. And because we should always be thinking about innovating, always be thinking about, um, are we offering, you know, are, do we have products that don't sell and we either need to figure out how to market those or just right. get them off of our list? Something getting stale um, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or is, are there things that we can see that other people are doing or that we've invented for ourselves that, that we could sell to our clients? And one of the things that we're looking at right now is is doing a, a version of like 3D floor plans. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone loves floor plans, as we know. Uh, but the kind of that 3D version. And we just tried one out on our, on our top client the other day. And yeah. the and feedback was... We like it! Exclamation right. point in the email. So, okay. Yeah, that was her husband slash partner, and I was like, yeah, I'd like to hear from you know her and her other team members with maybe a little more insight." But it's like it was it was positive, and yeah, so that's yeah. good. So, but can we sell it for an amount that would make sense to do it? But mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the things we're thinking about. Um, and so in your market, you know, look at what you're offering, look at what your competitors are offering, and and make sure that you you because anytime you can add a product. It doesn't necessarily cannibalize your other products. It actually can add more revenue to 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 your uh, yeah. And it lets your ledger. client base know, right, that you're kind of innovating. You're always ahead of the curve, right. and you're offering. You're you're not the stale old gives, media company. It gives you content for social media to announce your your new offering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and obviously, as we've talked about our video product and how that's going to morph, and maybe our videos are getting a bit stale, and we need to oh right reinvent yeah. the wheel on that a little bit. Right. So. Well, and and that then goes into. Um, the other one of the bigger things that I think all of us want to do during the slow season is how can we streamline our operations, make things more efficient and also make things better. And we talked mm -hmm. quite a bit, I think recently about um, our need to kind of find a different video editing option. Um, but um, outside of that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of looking at everything and like how, you know, where are you bogging down? What are the pain points that we have and, and how can we smooth those over for the coming year? Yeah, are our photos where they, you know, are our photo editing things and where they need to be? Like, what else can we tweak? Or, or yeah. what's our constant feedback that I guess we get if there's a negative thing that's constantly right. coming up? Like, how do we address that? Right. Or mm -hmm. what, what do we find is a pain in the ass mm -hmm. that we need to make better, right? Like, like we were talking about, just like doing that quality control pass. But what are the other thing? Is it our mailing list? Is it, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't think we have enough content for our mailing list. We don't do it often enough, mm -hmm. you know? So how can we make sure that we, we streamline that? Um, uh, and then it's, it's, 
you know, we're kind of looking at um, a couple different things. You know, we're, we're, we're changing up our scheduling system a little bit. Um, and then uh, the other one is we're going headfirst into the CRM. Yeah. And that has so much potential. Like we're just kind of, just kind of scratching the surface on what that can do for us, I think. Mm-hmm. We're transitioning over, obviously, from our newsletter provider that we used before. We're bringing that kind of into the CRM. And the social media aspect, we can do social media planning on there and actually have stuff ready to roll out rather than just kind of scrambling right. and doing it same day. Right. Well, that'll that'll play into having the VA with all mm-hmm. the content. So if we actually have if we actually have content, then we can schedule it. Yes, <laughs> that is right true. Right now we're scheduling nothing. Exactly. <laughs> we're just like, shoot, what have I got to throw up today? So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. not really a schedule. Kind of scrambling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so it's really kind of the streamlining of the backend operations that you can, if you can make those efficiencies now and practice them and work out the kinks, then when it does get busy, you're just going to be in a better spot. Yeah. It's just kind of smooth those things out. And, you know, we've talked about the admin thing and having a VA help us with that, but it's like, you know, what happens when Chelsea's gone for two weeks or it's like, mm-hmm. you know, when you and I are stepping in for that, do we need someone else that can kind of step in for Chelsea or work side by side with you on a different kind of client facing level. So we're kind of, yeah. Need well, to what, figure is all that vac- out. what is your vacation plans for the new year? <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> we're not even in the new year yet. Well, yeah, but yeah, it'll be interesting now that we have all these systems that we're getting into place with the VA, the CRM, aerial scheduling, yeah, everything all at once. I think it'll be really good. Yeah. But it'll be a whole different it is well, and it's and it's something that you, that someone has to learn. So I yeah. need as much as I'm like I don't know, I'm not, I'm not looking. I got to learn it. Because <laughs> You're like, yeah, I, have fun with that, guys. Yeah, yeah because I'm mm-hmm. the de facto admin, really, when Chelsea's off. So uh, I, I really got to get to know that. But then you know, the more specialized our systems are, in a way, the harder it is for someone just to come in and 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 do it. Um, so, but even even if we are automating things a bit more, which I think is kind of the idea with the CRM and with Aereo, is that yeah, you know, hundred percent, you put it in the system and it pings this and it does a, does a zap and it does a, great. Um, but then someone still needs to answer the phone, right? And um, that can get that can get nutty, in, <laughs> you know, and take away from everything else. Yeah, when so. your inbox is blowing up and open phone and you're, you know, it's just like, jeez. Yeah. That's, uh, well, and I don't think, at least right now, that's something that we're wanting to offload to a VA. I mean, no, we still feel no. like having that US-based customer service, you know, whether it's Chelsea or, or, or you know, somebody else potentially, is something that um, we that, that we want to continue to have because it, no. just, it just feels like it's just too much. I think it's important because yeah. they feel comfortable and it's someone they recognize when they call yeah. in and yeah. You yeah, know, you're it just keeps them now, coming you know? back. Yeah. People want to talk to you. They like talking to you and it's yeah. just like part of their process, I guess, for exactly. working with us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, that can always be changed and morph, but you, you, you use, you want to make sure that whatever you change into or, or add on is of the same quality and the same or where people are going to be comfortable. Right. And I think, you know, when you have someone with English as a second language, it can be, you know, very difficult. And even if, if it's someone who lives in Asia and is trying to just pronounce the place names of the, where the shoots are, I mean, it, it can just be just, it's, it's, it's probably okay, but it just mm-hmm. is, it's a little tough. I think. I feel like that could be a little off putting for some realtors too. Like, Oh, you don't even know yeah. what I'm yeah. talking about. What's the best I time of day to shoot you. this property? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's so much of it is, is because we are still localized. We haven't done that scale where we're in all these different big markets. You know, it's like, Okay, we we intrinsically know that if you're going to do a show shoot in Ohio and there's topa topa views, you need to do it in the afternoon right. so the pink moment looks nice, you know, so the mountains look nice because mm-hmm. that's when the sun hits them. 
and no one else is going to know that. Yeah. And you, you know, and you can, it's, it's, you can, oh, you can train someone when there's an Ohio address. Ask, does it have TOEFL views? I mean, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's complicated. It doesn't feel right. It's complicated. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. at, but at a certain point, but if you are trying to scale to have, you know, a larger presence, then you, you, a lot of businesses have to rely on people who don't live in the area to offer the customer support. So that's, mm-hmm. is something that is a hurdle that probably people at a certain point will have to get over. Right. And, you know, and if the day ever comes when Chelsea leaves, maybe we, you know, we don't necessarily hire someone who lives here. It's, it's going to be someone, you know, in Kentucky. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it kind of comes down to like, what's our customer service expectation. Right. And that was kind of one thing that I took away from PMRE with some people that have huge teams across mm-hmm. multiple States is like someone mentioned like, this is our customer service expectation. The phone only rings three times or text messages right. are gotten back to within 15 minutes, emails within an hour. And it's like, we can't always maintain that when we're super busy and you're on the phone with someone and emails are coming in. It's like yeah. one yeah. person can only do so much. Yeah. Well, and I think that it is a goal to want to, to have that level of response of uh, response. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, well, I could respond to this text because I know Chelsea's busy, but then I'm like, well, I don't want to step on her toes or, you right. know, totally. but, um, you know, we always want to have as the owners, you are always like, I got to get, we want to get back to them as quick as possible. Cause it goes back to so many, I've, how many shoots have we ever lost that because you didn't get back within 20 minutes and someone, I mean, it does happen. Sure. Yeah. Just absolutely if a does. new client's calling around and you're just one person on the list, then yeah. they'll call the next right. person. So yeah, that's yeah. to me is like one of your top priorities. And you know, this is like if the phone rings and it's like, that's kind of drop everything and grab the phone. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, but it's not always possible. So yeah, Exactly. Um, all right. So, wh- what other wh- what other things are we attempting to kind of streamline over this slow se- slow season? So, part of streamlining, for sure, one of the goals is to allow, give us more time. And in this slow season, we do have more time. And so, one of the things that we want to do when we have more time is ha- interface with our clients more. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, one of the, and one of the ways I think that it goes back to what we talked about in the very beginning is when you want to do projections on what the next year is going to look like. Well, you, a lot of the, the ways you can do that is actually just talking to realtors and seeing what, not only what do they have in their hip pocket that they're sitting on, but also what are they seeing is going to happen? What are they hearing from their uh, colleagues about what the next year is going to look like. So the slow season is a great time to take out your clients to lunch, to just have phone calls with them, to meet for coffee or to, you know, to go to the, um, uh, you know, mixers and socializing events, Mm -hmm. networking events that, that might be taking place in your area. Um, having that time with your clients is great because they're slow right now too. Yeah. So yeah, they're um, all doing like kind of SWOT assessment of their business, how it was, well, what the they're looking at. Are, yeah. yeah. So they're kind of in that reassessment phase, man, I need to do better videos next year. Well, so exactly. It's like, and it's, yeah. it's a great opportunity to sell because they're, they're mm-hmm. thinking about the same things. And you can also ask, well, what have you thought about with media yeah. for, for next year? Yeah. Um, that's what I was just going to say. Find out what they want their brand to look like next year. So yeah, that we can right. really, who are they aspiring to work be with and, them on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, and, and we're definitely going to be doing that. I mean, we're talking to some, uh, you know, we, we want to manage our brokerage clients. We want to talk to other brokers about um, other possible brokerage deals that we can we can pull off. And, and again, this is the time of the year to do that. And, yeah, um, and it's and, not always the predictable stuff that you think. Like we're sitting in this space right now and we have a relationship because we go to these mixers and we, we know you're just working relationships that eventually, you know, 
down the road are going to pay off into something that you never even saw coming or possible. And one of the added benefits of, of having, you know, seeing your clients and taking them out to lunch and all that stuff is you can go for in the slow season a few months without seeing your clients. And so this is going to keep you top of mind. It's going to, you know, you're going to be the person who bought them lunch, even though you can't mm-hmm. afford it because you don't have any money because yeah. it's the slow season. And it's like, I feel like the slow season has been old year for some agents. So I'm like, man, yeah, is that agent exactly. still working? Like we yeah, need exactly. to check in with them. What's yeah, going on? I guess. Mm-hmm. Although those, you know, if they're not working, we don't need to, you know, forget it. Yeah. We want the working ones. Mm-hmm. I know it's what you're saying. It's just good to refresh the relationship for the new year. Absolutely. Yeah. It, 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 it totally is. So, um, you know, and that, that constitutes, you know, taking some action, Mark. Yeah. Here we are again. Yeah. And my God, action items once again today, sponsored by Pixel CRM. Pixel CRM is the only, as far as I know, it's the only mm-hmm. CRM that is specifically designed for real estate media owners. Oh man, you can streamline so much stuff using pixel CRM. You can communicate with clients. You can schedule social media. You can do all this kind of stuff. So pixel CRM. So that's P I X L C R M.com. And guess what? Add a slash, add the word up market. Boom. 200 bucks off. How's that for a deal? Boom. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's, I think it's a really good deal. That's a lot. $200. That's a lot of money. Wow. All right. Pixel CRM dot com slash up market. So Mark, final action items of 2023. Yeah. You got a good one. I have an amazing one that I'll share after you do yours. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) One of these days we're going to have the same one. (laughs) What about Chelsea? How Chelsea, do you have one today? Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes it comes to me when you're in the middle of yours. We'll see. Okay. All right. We ready? Let's hit it. Yeah, go for it, Mark. All right. So my action item is something that we just did last week that we kind of mentioned a little bit. Reed and I got together with our CFO, Liz, and we just kind of looked at what each of us are doing, I guess, on a daily basis in the business and for the business. And we just kind of laid it all out there, made the list as like, is this really working? Like, you know, is this dragging you down? Do you hate doing this? Do you want to do this? Like, how can we delegate and, and, and kind of read, just shuffle around things that we're responsible for. If there's right. something that, oh, that person always does this, it's just kind of taken care of, mm-hmm. but maybe that's a super drag for that person and they just hate doing it. So it was just kind of looking at things that we're all doing, especially on the kind of financial boring backend side that nobody really wants to do. And how can we shuffle those things around? So it feels more reasonable and it's, it's, you know, more fair and equitable for mm-hmm. everyone and right. stuff still getting done. So that was kind of, so kind of Something an emotional so. check-in, in a way. In a way, I mean, yeah. You streamline your operations, but I think it, it, it does go into, you know, what, what makes you happy. And Yeah, for and me, it's like the quality control in the morning. It's like, it yeah, I do it, so I'm happy. great at it, but I just freaking, it's just a drain on my day. Oh, and yeah. it's like not a good way to start your day doing stuff like that. So yeah, it's that kind of check-in, like, all right, now's the time to redelegate when you're not just swamped by doing it all. So yeah. And, you know, if you don't have a team, if you're just a solo person and then, look at what you can delegate to a VA or potentially a partner or however you want. Well, I, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think even if you're solo, it's, it's great to have that emotional check-in because then as you figure out how you want to structure your business, because you're either going to grow or you're not going to grow. I mean, you, you know, you really got to at a certain point, think about it as we've talked about, you're going to get to a point where it's like either you need to delegate or you need to raise prices and lose clients or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So I think, you know, always looking at what does give you joy in the job. 
Yeah. Is it, is and a great what's place the to drain start. and how to offload that. So yeah, and, and what you're good drain. at too, you know, mm-hmm. and, and often what you enjoy is also what you're good at. Often, not always. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea, I, I'm going last. So if you want, I you did can, come up with Okay, one. well then Look go at for See? it. <laughs> you, you have to go you, with the flow You said sometimes. it, oh, I'm not, I'm not on camera today, so I'm not going to do <laughs> well, one. Well, I'm playing off marks, but oh. with that being said, while it's slow, if you do have a team, I think it's a good time to schedule one-on-one lunch oh. with each team member, do an emotional check-in, not just on tasks of what they don't want to be doing with the job, but just checking in with them as a person and seeing how they're feeling about everything and about the year. It was a weird year. So Mm -hmm. I think an emotional check-in with everyone is good. And if you're a solo Mm -hmm. team, then have Mm -hmm. a me meeting. Check in in with yourself. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just see what you want to do come January. Mm -hmm. So Chelsea, what are you doing after this? (laughs) <laughs> we go to lunch. <laughs> it's your turn, Chelsea. You know that, right? Yeah. Um, okay. I've, I have a cheesy one. Okay. It's, it's, I hope you, you, you guys will indulge me. But my, 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 uh, my action item is to have some gratitude. Uh, you know, we all uh, made it through the year. Uh, maybe barely. Maybe yeah, we, one way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, we are if you're listening to this, you probably have a decently successful business or you're trying, you know, whatever. I I think have gratitude for where you are, what you, what you have, what you have built in your business and have gratitude for, for where it's going to go and just have gratitude for the people that help you. And that's going to be, you know, your friends, your family, uh, your, your employees, your coworkers, you know, whoever it is, I think just have a little bit of gratitude as we kind of slide into the end of the year. And, and I, and I, I also believe that if you look at all the stuff we talked about in this episode today and even in our SWOT analysis last time, that if you look at those things through the prism of gratitude, then I, you're going to come out in a better place. And I think you're going to make uh, better decisions and you're going to be able to to grow your business in a really positive, positive way. So. Wow. I like that. Cheesy, but good. I mean, it's so, we just get so lost and like, oh, we got to do this better. We got to get this better. And you're always focused on what you're not doing or what you could do better, but it's important to reflect back. Well, no, it just goes to, like I said, I, 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 until we really started crunching the numbers over the last month or so, I was like, man, we just, or actually it was when we went to PMRE and Brannick said on stage, hey man, if you, if you've only down 20% and listeners down 40%, you had a great year. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh man, that's such a great way to look at it. But until that moment, I was feeling pretty bad about how we had done this year. And since then, and since the, the kind of the numbers have kind of coming in more, it's just mm-hmm. like, man, I'm feeling really good. And I feel really grateful that we were able to do that of what we've all built together, how we've been able to get new clients and, and, yeah. and keep the ones we have. And, yeah. and we didn't just business. scrape through the year. Like we got through the year well and yeah, we're positioned well for next year. So yeah. definitely grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. And you know what else I'm grateful for? Our listeners. <sighs> we love them. Without, without you guys, without you guys, I hate using it without the people, all the good people Mm -hmm. listening, we would, um, you know, we wouldn't have a podcast and we, like we said, we enjoy doing the podcast and thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And also one final shout out. The OGs are gone. 
The torch has been passed. Shooting spaces had their final episode. So shout out to Brian and Rich. Thank you for everything. Thank you for all the support you've given our podcast. Uh, but they're dead now, so we don't need to talk about them again. <laughs> we love those guys. How many did they get through? Like 180. 180. So they did a 180 degree turn, and now they're heading back the other way. Mm-hmm. So It's been uh, quite a ride for them, so yeah. Yeah, congrats. Rest in peace, shooting spaces. All right, and everyone have a wonderful new year. We will be back with a ton more episodes and a ton more stuff, and we're excited to do it. Um, all right, see you on the other side. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night Twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. Thank you.